All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. All right. All right. Another episode. Episode six or seven of Dropping the Gloves with John Scott. John Aiken here, my neighbor. I think it's eight or nine. All right, whatever. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Another episode of Dropping the Gloves with John Scott. Super excited. The season's around the corner. All that other off-season junks in the past. Now we can talk about relevant stuff, what's happening, what are the teams have done, player movement, player trades. My buddy John Aiken is here. He's going to chime in, help us out. So here we go. I like to focus on teams that I've played on, guys that I know, organizations that I'm familiar with. I think that's just more natural to me. And it just so happens that I've played on a lot of teams, and those teams have been big movers and shakers this off-season. So I just wanted to run through a couple of the massive trades that happened this offseason. We'll focus on Montreal first because that was my last team. I played, I think I played one game with them. So that was a, a big tenure. But they had the first big move this offseason. They had trouble with, let's face it, they've had trouble with all their players for a while now. I don't know what's happening. Well, I do know what's happening in that organization. It's a complete disaster. And the players don't want to play there. No Sounds one has, like an awesome place to be. It's The city itself is great. The fans are great. The organization is in shambles. The The GM and the owner are best buds. The GM should have been fired years ago. And they just... He loves the GM as Mark Vergeman. He loves third and fourth line guys. He loves the grinders. He loves the, the guys who go out there and do their work That's their what hardest. you did, right? And that's why he, I played one game there. That's why he loved me. <laughs> so he he's basically trading away... All his skill because he doesn't. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. So he traded away Subban, who is arguably one of the top five D men in the league, mm-hmm. who is perfect for the way the game's being played now. He's mobile. He is fast. He moves the puck. He's exactly what you want in the game these days. He traded him for a guy who is a great defenseman, but he's more apt for the nineties. You see what I mean? Like he is a. Big, hard-nosed, hard-checking, big-shot defenseman. And he's a great defenseman, don't get me wrong, but I think his time has passed, much like my time passed. The game's fast, the game's skill, and he just doesn't... Are you saying he's slow? He's slower than P.K. Subban. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just doesn't... He doesn't fit. Is that how you say his name? Subban? 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 I just call him P.K. Subban. Subban, Subban. So I think it's Subban. I'm not... I am not sure on that. I have no idea. But yeah, and so that was their first move a few years ago. And then to double down on this, he traded his top draft pick, who was a puck-moving defenseman, 
to Tampa Bay for Duran. And Duran is just a piece of work. He is a skill guy, but is not a first-line talent, I don't think. And he doesn't work hard. He doesn't go in the corners. He doesn't do the dirty work. He doesn't really know what position he is. He's a centerman or a winger. Another terrible trade for Montreal, that was. And then to double down this year, I think it's his last year, so he's trying to make things happen. He has his top two players are upset. Galchenyuk, who's a skilled guy who just doesn't, for some reason, hasn't gelled well in Montreal in the last few years. And Patrick, their captain, who I don't know how he's still. There's a couple captains traded this season. There was a bunch of captains yeah. traded, yeah. Tavares and Pacioretty, but Pacioretty, they treated him like shit for two years, and he is a good player, and they just they treat him like absolute garbage. And so he traded both of those guys. He traded Galchenyuk for my buddy, Max Domi. That was the first big movement of this offseason, and I was blown away. <laughs> Absolutely blown away that they made that trade because I play for Arizona as well, and I love Max. He's a great player. I think Montreal got absolutely fleeced in this deal. Mm-hmm. I think Galchenyuk is a sniper. He's a goal scorer. He's a guy you get the puck on a stick and he'll score a goal. Max, he's great. He's fast. He's entertaining. He, he'll give you everything he's got, but he's not Galchenyuk. And I, I saw that trade and I was like, well, that was a desperate trade. Huh? He, was, he, he needed something to happen. He needed to do something. And he just did it. Like, he had no patience. Why do you think he needs to do it, though? The fans were restless. Montreal sucked They're just getting pissed. They, yeah. they needed something to happen. And they didn't – Montreal was so bad last year, they didn't have anybody to trade. And so he took his two best players and he traded them for basically – a bucket of pucks and Max Domi. So they're going to be even Oh, they're going to be so bad this year. <laughs> they are going to be... It's funny, the two Canadian... There's two or three Canadian teams that are going to be so bad. Mm-hmm. Ottawa, we'll get to them in a little bit, are... Like, Montreal's bad. Ottawa is ten times worse. Their owner is a complete donkey. Like, he is out of his mind. And I don't know what's going on there. It's, it's sad because they were so good two years ago. Like, so incredibly good. They almost made the cup finals. Is it all Canadian teams? No, because I think I my cup winner comes from Canada. Whoa. A teaser. Whoa, teaser. A teaser. Is that for the next episode? No, it's for this one, but just in a little bit. I'm going to stick to this Montreal because I am I am really upset at Montreal. How they're Because I, I do a lot of... You should of, write a letter. I do a lot of alumni events for Montreal. I do a lot of... Um, it's funny. I played one game. They, they asked me to go and play in their alumni games, and I do those. It's fun. You get to see all the old alumni and, you know, have some beers, play some hockey. It's it's great time. But everybody I talk to is just like, what is going on with Montreal? What is going on? They have arguably the best goalie in the league, Carey Price, who's awesome, but he had some issues last year. You know, no one knows what was really Maybe going on. Maybe he got shot on goal like a million times more. Well, he just... <laughs> part of it. Yeah, their defense is awful and their forwards, they can't score. So it's just a, it's a, just a recipe for disaster, and they did nothing to make their team better next year. The, next year, they got rid of their two best players, and they replaced them with Max Domi and Thomas Tatar, who used to play for Detroit. Who is he? Who knows? The verdict mm-hmm. is still out. He's good when he's good, but that's not very often. So they're gonna be bad. I don't know. And that's Montreal. And that's Montreal the Canadians. And you said the next one is 
The next one, well, is San Jose Sharks. Okay. So they made the hugest splash. So the, the big names out there. No pun intended. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They John a, Scott. They made a great white splash. Um, <laughs> so the big names out there this year, everybody knows, were Carlson and Tavares. Tavares was a free agent, and Carlson wanted to be traded by Ottawa, who we just talked about. Um, so they made the big splash right at the end of the – right after the draft, probably about a month ago now, they, they traded for Carlson. Who was, who is the best defenseman in the league? When I played against him, he is hands down. Him and Dowdy, I think, are the two best. And then Burnsy is right behind them. And then there's other guys. But those three are hands down the best. And Carlson is just, he's light years ahead of everybody. He's fast. He's smart. He's strong. He's skilled. And he's talented. And he's a defenseman, which is like rare. Mostly those skill guys, they're forwards. That's where they started their career and they stick with four. But he is like, he is like the unicorn of the league. Like he's so good. I remember one play, we were in Ottawa, and he had the puck, and I was gonna drill him, and he almost saw me coming, and he wanted me to hit him, and I hit him, and he, you know, moved back a little bit, but then he was gone. He was he took off, and I was like, <laughs> shit. And he he wanted me to hit him so he could get two or three steps on me, beat me up the ice. They went up the ice and they scored. And so like the players like that are just so smart and they're so good and. For San Jose to get him is huge. You feel like a douche after well, that. Well, you feel like I, you know, you know, he was baiting you. He just like yeah. put the carrot in front of your nose. He said, "Come on, like, you're gonna, you're gonna come and get it." And like you're a big idiot. And then yeah, he just took off and he went and scored. And I think yeah, that was like my last shift, obviously. So mm-hmm. San Jose went out and got him. Huge. Excuse me. A huge move. Biggest move of the offseason. So it's like the equivalent of LeBron James going to the Lakers if the Lakers were still good. And San Jose is a really good team. They have an aging core. They needed a little influx of energy, and they needed something to happen. And they traded Carlson for a third liner, um, a sixth or seventh D-man, and a first and second rounder, which is nothing <laughs> in, in the reality of things, in the grand scheme of things. The first rounder is going to be at the end of the first round because San Jose is going to do really well. The second rounder is going to be at the end of the second round. So essentially, you're trading for the best defenseman in the league, a once in a generation player, for nobody, for yeah. a third third round or third line guy and a six or seven defenseman. And after the trade, I'm just like, I just think like, why didn't other teams pull the trigger? I love San Jose. I'm happy they did that. I'm pulling for them. That was huge for them. But I look at the league and it's like, okay, there's big voids, especially in Canada, because I, I follow the Canadian teams closely. I'm Canadian, Edmonton. You need a defenseman. You have the best forwards in the league, and you need a defenseman. Why can't you pull this trigger? Toronto. Is it just a cash flow thing? No, it's not a cash flow thing. Like he has a reasonable salary this year. I don't get it. It's just a one year deal. Well, he he has one year left on his contract, and then San Jose is going to re up him for eight years. I heard so he'll get his money. It'll be eight yeah. years for eighty eight million dollars. I'm guessing he'll get eleven million a year. Um. And the big one was Toronto because they their defense has always been their Achilles heel, always. Like mm-hmm. they have really good forwards, they have a good goaltender, and that's why I didn't pick them to win the cup this year. Who's the dude defense. for Toronto that you fought? Phil Kessel. Oh yeah, but he is not with Toronto. He's with Pittsburgh. We should talk yeah. about that. We should talk about that. Yeah, because there is a big backstory to the Kessel fight. Another episode. Let's write that down. Put that in the vault. Noted. But anyways, I, I just felt like Toronto and Edmonton. Those guys dropped the ball. It's like, could you not offer? More than what San Jose did, because San Jose didn't offer too much. 
And that's where I just like teams that want to win, they do it. And I get Toronto signed Tavares. You could have still went on Gun Carlson. You Maybe it's just dudes with facial hair. Jumbo Joe Thornton just shaved his beard. I don't know who that is. It's the guy with the facial hair in San Jose. I thought Burns had facial the big beard. And then beard. Joe Thornton did too. Oh. So Jumbo shaved his beard. It's a big, big thing. I'm not a big hockey guy, John. I know. So we should probably move on. I'm working on it. So I think San Jose is in a great spot. I think Ottawa is going to be by far the worst team in the league. By far, by at least 15 points. It's going to be them at the bottom, Montreal 10, 15 points after them. I think Ottawa is going to suck so bad. I feel bad <laughs> for those players. They waived one of their heart and soul, Smith. Their coach is a great coach, but just the owner is a like, complete donkey. He's so bad. What is he going to John, he's going to listen to this. Good. I hope he does. Mel- Melnick? Yeah. Eugene Melnick or whatever his name is? He's an ass. All right. The last Were there any owners from the teams you played for that you liked? Yeah. Because he said that a lot. We're of course. Beers and we're like, oh, man, that guy's an asshole. Well, owners are a different breed. Um, I liked, uh, gosh, I guess the Pagulas in Buffalo treated us really well. Mm-hmm. They, like, went above and beyond of how they treated you. There was this one story we we're going to veer totally off topic, which is fine. <laughs> so we went to Florida, and we – it was a father-son trip. So – the teams will do that once a year. They'll they'll tell the players, invite your parents out. Or no, your father. One year, and that'll be your mother the next year. So we invited our dads, and we went to Florida. You and, and your dad. My dad was there. And so the owner lived in Florida. He had this big, big house. And he's like, come on over. We'll have a pool party. It'll be a great time. You know, have some beers, barbecue. It'll be awesome. So we did that. Blah, blah, blah. We're still in Florida. The next day, he's like, we're in his house, and we're checking out all his cars. We're like, man, this guy has quite the car collection. Like, it's unreal and he's like yeah you know i got this one i I love cars and so he's like do you guys want to race them and we're like what What? and he's like yeah we you know we can rent out the drag strip you know a couple miles away and we can go race them and we had the next day off and we're like yeah let's let's do that and so he pulled out his whole car collection ferraris camaros holy shit um like old mustangs like um gosh i can't remember just there was no like lamborghinis but there was a ton of cars. There was a McLaren. There was all these cars. And he just had them lined up for us. There was probably 15, 20 cars. I had a cool picture of like them all lined up. He had them all taped up on the front. So if the rocks came up, they would protect the front of the car. And he's like, all right, go and race. And I know how to drive a standard, but not well. And not like on a track. No, well, like I've never had a standard car, but I've driven my friends. I've driven like you know, from places in a standard, but it's, it's a different animal when you're just like, okay, first, second, third, and you do it gradually. It's slow. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different animal when you're on the track and everybody's <laughs> watching you and you see the lights go boop, boop, boop. So I'm in this like souped up Camaro, like a souped up to the nth degree. I'm racing, I think Steve Ott and he's in this like um, old charger. And so the light goes boop, 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 and I rip off. And I'm doing good. I go first, second, third, fourth. And I see Stevie's beside me. And then I go to try to go, I don't know if I was going from third to fourth or fourth to fifth, but for some reason I got excited and I ripped it into reverse. (laughs) And I was probably, I was, yeah. And I was halfway down the track and I threw it right into reverse. Right into reverse. And it didn't, Uh, it doesn't go into reverse because it won't get in, but the whole car just like, like, I don't like this. And the people 
at the starting line, they saw the reverse lights go on, and everyone's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so ruined this guy's I car. Ruined, I threw, I, <laughs> the transmission totally failed. We had to get it towed back to the beginning. And I didn't know what was happening. Like, I didn't know how expensive this car was. And we get back, and the owner's like, oh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. So, like, a week later, someone told me, the word had gotten around that he had to get a complete, like, new tranny, new everything. It cost him, like... Forty or fifty thousand to get the car back to where it was, or something ridiculous mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, just take it out of your next check. Oh no, it would have been like four or five checks. <laughs> would take that out. That's awesome. So that was yeah. Did you feel like shit? You no, know, because he is he a make, he didn't make you feel bad. No, he's like no. a billionaire. They give you a hard time. No, he's the greatest guy. So he was a good owner. He bought the bills. Did the other guys give you? Oh a hard yeah, time? yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, because. The all the parents and staff and everybody put bets on who was going to win, <laughs> and I everyone majority voted for me because I, I I don't know they just thought I was a winner big mistake so no oh man it was not a, a good moment so I, I didn't race another car I said that's enough you said he bought the bills he did buy the bills and I'm hoping to go to a bills game this year so I'm hoping to get him to give me some tickets to that game they're playing the Lions and I want to go. He's so not going to let you drive. If anybody out there is going to be in Buffalo on December 16th, I'm going to go to that game. I'm trying to go to that game. So hit me up. We'll tailgate. I've never mm-hmm. I've never done a Bills game before. I'm a lifelong Bills fan. I've kicked field goals on their field. I've never seen a Bills game live. So I'm excited. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Bills Mafia. So I'm hoping to do that. Okay. So anyways, we got sidetracked. Sorry. Um, I just think we'll talk about the Sabres. Your stories are boring, so then I'm making well, I'm just, I just ask you questions. Know, I just want to talk about hockey right now. Like hockey, uh. it's, it's ex- I don't know. I'm excited because Buffalo made some good moves this year. They, I think Buffalo made the best trade where they traded Cal O'Reilly, or Ryan O'Reilly, excuse me, for Berglund Sabatka's second rounder and a first rounder, which when I was doing a little research, I'm like, holy Wait, who shit. who is this? What Hold team? On. Buffalo had a trade with St. Louis, and Buffalo got more in return than San Jose or Ottawa did for Carlson. And it just like stuff like that drives me crazy. It's like, okay, never, whatever. The Ottawa guy is such a... Come on, Ottawa. Okay, so they got Berglund, who I love, Sabatka, who I love, and a first and second rounder. And St. Louis, I think, is going to be good, but not great. They, they're going to be borderline playoffs. Everyone, you know, always... I always love St. Louis, but, you know, it's up in the air. So anyway, You told I, me last year when we were having beers in your driveway when it cup. was, like, blizzard outside that they were going to win the cup. I picked them to be my cup winner the last three years because when I played, I hated playing against St. Louis. I thought they were the hardest team to play against. They played with such up-tempo style. They were physical. And when they got you on the ropes, they just kept going and going and going. It was so incredibly hard. And that's I just was like, okay, they have a great team. But every year their goalies suck. Something happens where their goalies get hurt or they just play like shit in the playoffs and then they just stink it. And I think they made a mistake trading TJ Oshie. That was a big mistake because he's with Washington now. Yeah. He just won a cup. That was a bad trade for them. But anyways, I think Buffalo's going to be a sleeper team. I think Florida's going to be a sleeper team this year. My old team, the Coyotes, they improved immensely with the Domi trade, the Galchenyuk that we talked about. So. Mm-hmm. I think it was an exciting year for trades, but I think there was a lot of GMs who just got fleeced. Did you fight any of these people? No, these are all skill guys. Like you, I, never, you never fought a skill guy. Well, like going back to the Toronto incident, <laughs> okay. Kessel is the only guy. 
I tried to stay away from that. I used to fight Domi Maxi in practice, and he was always fun. But no, you know what? I don't. I didn't. You just fight, fight for fun. Fight for fun. I fight for a paycheck. Not anymore. <laughs> Everyone always asks me to fight now. I'm like, no, because I do these little tournaments. I just did one in Toronto, the Princess Margaret Cancer event, and everybody let's fight, let's fight, and then drop the gloves. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna. Why would you want to do that? Well, I'm, I'm not gonna break my hand and like get sued by you because you're like having seizures after I beat the shit out of you. It's like no, it's thanks. like a charity event. Well, it is, but guys just they get excited, you know, and they just like. I think sometimes I just get. A little too excited. But That's okay. Whatever. I don't care. It is fun. It's all good fun. As long as the beers are there and I don't have to fight, it's good. So what about what, – what, are there trades you want to talk about? No, I think that we, we went through the big ones. Uh, the yeah. couple – like the Leafs, Scott Tavares, that was a big one. Mm-hmm. I can do my predictions. I think that will be fun. That's a good one. Because everyone loves a good prediction. It's funny. Last year I did an interview. They're like, what do you think Vegas is going to do? I said, Vegas is going to suck. So bad. Yeah. And then they end up almost winning the cup. So predictions are useless. They're like assholes. Everybody's got one. So. Go on, John. (laughs) Okay. Just like opinions, I know. Yeah. Um, Jets are coming out of the West. Okay. They're in Winnipeg. Yeah. I like their team. I'm good friends with Bufflin. I think they have the total package. D-men, forwards, goalie. Everything you want to need to win the cup. I think they play the right way. They're like St. Louis, but with a good goalie. Yeah. Basically. I think they have the best decor in the league. I know San Jose's got a good one. I know Nashville's got a good one. I think Winnipeg has the best decor in the league. Sweet. I got Winnipeg coming out of the West, and I got Pittsburgh coming out of the East. Who else uh, in the West? Oh, Pittsburgh on the East. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're going to have a comeback here. Um, out of the West, I like the Sharks. I want the Sharks to win so bad. I do. Mm-hmm. I would love, A, because selfishly, I'd probably go to their parties. Yeah. And they would make watch because everyone's like, Washington partied so hard after their win. San Jose would make them look like schoolgirls if mm-hmm. San Jose won the cup. They, they in San Jose, they, it was this thing where they would have the night before a game, everyone would go to Bernsey's house and have like a nice glass of whiskey and just hang out. And like they love just the whole team environment. They love to, you know, yeah. incorporate a little bit of booze with that. Those fans out there, the ones who respond the most to all these podcasts, they're the one. They're making a ton of noise. They're come to San Jose. I would San love Jose. to go. I love San Jose. Yeah, I hope they, they win the cup. There. I hope they do. I love. I still keep in touch with like Burnsy and Jumbo and a lot of those guys. I think they have the second best decor in the league. I think they have the best three, top three by far. Yeah, Burnsy, Vlasic, and Carlson now. But the bottom three, Dilly, me and him have always had problems. Mm-hmm. I think he's a terrible card player, and we've always just butted heads. That's Brandon Dillon. But I, I hope Sharks win. I think it'll be the Jets and the Sharks either coming out of the West, and whoever comes out of the West will win the Cup. And so Pittsburgh and who else will be up top on the In the East? East, Tampa, Toronto, Washington. I think those are the four teams that are going to be competitive. Yeah. And I think Pittsburgh, they just, you know, just like Washington, just like or the Jets, I mean, they have good forwards, good D. Latang's going to be healthy this year. They got Jack Johnson. I think he's going to do, you know, one of I love his songs. I know. He's the guy who his parents robbed him of all his money. Whoa. And he went into bankruptcy and they like spent every dime he had. And they had credit cards. How do you do that? Because he's an idiot (coughs) and like trusted his parents. He's like power of attorney for your parents or something? I don't know. Was he not 18? He must have given them power of attorney. And they got credit cards. They bought houses. They bought cars. They And they just milked them dry. And so he had to file for bankruptcy. 
And I don't, I think he's done, maybe done banging off, but that poor kid, like his parents just did. Well, you've got five kids. I would. You take note. Well, it's just like stealing off your kids. It's like, what's the matter with you? Like, you're really a piece of work if you can do that. Yeah. Fucking parents. That's why I don't talk like that. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> They're coming into town They're this coming weekend. in a couple days. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. Close. I want to meet. I can just, I, I see John Scott's mom being John Scott. You just with like long hair and like hello children. She's about five three. And no, like I don't believe it. And just looks like a Native American. She's got a lot of Native blood. Really? You know, she's jet black hair. Nice, nice gal. Nice. She lady. like dream catchers. No, no, she's not like moccasins. That native. She just has Native blood in her. So she's got really. Are we gonna get racist here? I don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> she's got really nice skin, and she. Every time she trades, she takes it back. Keep <laughs> 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 teasing. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, that's I'm excited. They, they only come up here when they we do the baptisms for the kids. This will be the first time they've come up mm-hmm. for a non-baptism event. So. Yeah, and they live up in Canada. And they live up in Canada, St. Catharines, Ontario. Shout out. Shout out. It'll be fun. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. But anyways, Jets pit final. Jets cool. going to take it in six. All right. Write it down. Lock it in. It's my lock of the week. (laughs) Okay, cool. And cut. And cut.